Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. We got more to the David Grush story. I know I told y'all I was done with it. But the story keeps going. Information is posting and other whistleblowers are coming out. This story is blowing my mind. Just when I think it's done, it keeps coming back. I can't knock it out, but I'm going to keep pushing through to give you the information on what is going on with this whistleblower. So let's get into it. But first, I want you guys to keep in mind, I'm a podcaster and any support is helpful. So you can like, follow on spotify drop me a like on apple itunes or a review anything is helpful you know and if you want to follow on instagram and tiktok that is also appreciated at the master of none podcast so with that being said let's get into this story tonight an account on substack which is known as public by michael schillenberg is really putting out a captivating piece the piece is indicating that the government in fact, has 12 more alien spaceships. And this is, this is a much bigger story, and it's adding more context into the David Gress whistleblowing. Now, I read through this, and I'm providing information and insight on it so you guys can have a better understanding. But please go check out the article, too, on Substack under public if you want more. And I'm going to go ahead and start with an interview from Michael Sellenberg vacation for Congress to look into it. Absolutely, and they should. Have any of your sources described seeing any extraterrestrials? Yes, uh, one of them did, but I, I kept it out of the story because uh, for a variety of reasons, I wanted to make sure that we were able to focus on verifying, including with some of the same sources that David Grush Wow, every time I hear that X-Files song, like I bring back this nostalgic 90s feel. I, I love it every time. I put it in whenever I can. So when we look at the interview, um, he was talking about David Grush and everything that happened. And I thought that bit was really interesting because what he's saying is his sources have, in fact, interacted with, with extraterrestrials but he didn't want to put that information in his piece. Now, what is really interesting about this piece, obviously, if you guys have listened, you've listened to my five episodes on David Grish, but this one is actually giving some support and context, and it's something that's relatively new. This came out in June 7th, and the whistleblowing information was public on the 5th. Now, whenever we look at it, it gives us a little more detail and insight into what is going on as it relates to this story. I think probably one of the first pieces of information that stick out are some of the data points as it relates to what is being said. So what do I mean by data points? Well, first of all, within this article, it's indicating a couple key pieces we really don't get from the David Grush um, information because Congress had to go through it. You guys know the whistleblowing process. But the first thing is that, in fact, they are around 12 spaceships, alien craft that the U.S. is owned potentially operating in reverse engineering. So now we have a number. And the number is really interesting because it provides context and frequency and understanding. Now what's really interesting about these crafts is they are all different in nature. 
Some of them look like spaceships. Some of them look like triangles. And one of them actually looks like some type of chopped up um, helicopter. I think probably whenever we get into the information of crafts, what's really important is understand how we get them, right? I mean, when we think about it, it's either crash or landed. Now, what's really interesting about this substack piece from public that's being put out is the information is indicating they have multiple sources that are corroborating David Crash's story. However, we don't know their name, who they are, the gender, or any information. So essentially, the uh, um, Mike Schonenberg, what he was trying to do is present the information but not provide any context on what's going on. So with one of my episodes, I talked about paving the way for more whistleblowing. And this is kind of in aspect of that now what's really interesting is i don't know if you guys are familiar with sean kirkpatrick but he is in fact the spokesman and the leader of arrow which is the aerial phenomenon office and really what they're doing is they're kind of going after him too and indicating that whenever he is addressing information in congress in fact he's lying about the capabilities and what is going on okay so whenever we kind of go through this approach, what it's really indicating too is whistleblower also indicates that U.S. has shot down non-human craft. So we've also potentially shot it down is what's being said as well. And this is the information that really makes you wonder, right? It makes you wonder because of what we are getting into. And then there's some discrepancies within the authority of what is being said. You have Sean Kirkpatrick indicating information on Title X authority which Title 10 is um, higher, but is higher than most intelligent agencies operating around Title 50. These titles are information that allow you to have different things that you can talk about within the intelligence community, and it allows you to have different things that you can actually brief and say to Congress. Um, the, but we're getting situations where the Pentagon, like I said before, is still denying the UFOs. Now, whenever we look at this different piece of information, I think what's really interesting, too, is understanding what is actually being said. So the article, too, the source also verifies and indicated that David Grish is a legitimate source. There's multiple people coming out and saying they've worked with him. He did really well coming as a GS-15, and he just kept continuing to get um, promoted. So that's something to keep in mind. I'm not trying to beat the David Gresh story. I'm just trying to give information that corroborates it within this podcast. Now, what we're looking at here is the simple fact they're indicating that the government states or somebody from this story on Substack indicates there's at least 12 to 15 craft that is being used, potentially reversed engineered. However, the sources are older and they've had different times within touching this intelligence piece information as it relates to UFOs. So one of the sources that was indicated or referenced within the substack indicated that every five years we get one or two recoveries for one reason or another, for either landing or that we crash or they just crashed. So what he's saying is that on frequency, there's about one that we get every five years. So if that's 12, you know, we're looking at the math, it doesn't really add up as being a 30-year program. So that's one of the things that I'm really hesitant about because you would think there would be more ships if it goes back to Roswell. And since Roswell 1947, we're doing the math, that's over 80 years divided by five. That'd be about 40 ships if that frequency is consistent. So I think probably, you know, this is one of the things that stick out to be like only 12 or 15. It just feels like that number is either low or there's something not really being said. 
But needless to say, it's it, this this Substack is indicating information. We get them, and it's either crashed or landed. Now, I really want to put emphasis on that because it provides insight into the aspect. Now, whenever they're talking about landing, there's actually one piece within this article that indicates sometimes they just land crafts on Earth and abandon it, and people show up, which I feel like is a little bit strange. But as we get into the information of the crafts, what's really interesting is there's at least four morphologies or different types or kinds, okay? So if we understand that, that means there's different kinds of structures of alien spaceships. So if there's different kinds of structures, what it indicates potentially is there's other species because other species are going to have different kinds of design and how they're implementing and using the ship, which to me is another breakthrough from this information. Okay, and this is indicating six were in good shape out of the ships they had and six were not in good shape. They were cased where the craft landed and the occupants left the craft unoccupied. And then there was high levels of people, including generals, who would place their hand on the craft and I would have no reason to disbelieve them. I mean, that's pretty insane. But I think what's crazy about this Substack article is these people are the people who also know David Gersh. So it's really interesting that a lot of the information, a lot of sources he got from this story or from his whistleblowing is also being indicated by the author within this Substack that he also was talking to the same sources that know him and corroborating the story and providing a little bit more details, which is really interesting because whatever David Gresh couldn't say, this article is using the aspect of like kind of like cloak, not cloak and dagger, but cloaking the individuals and providing a little bit more data points for us to understand as we go through the information. And the fact that if this is true, we have enough details to understand the type of ships, it's really interesting. So one source described having seen three kinds of craft, including one shape like a triangle and another shape kind of like a chopper helicopter, like I was saying before, with a, hunt, with a front bubble um, looking like a helo with like plastic windows and then one potentially looking like a deep sea submarine, which kind of looks like a cigar, which there are ships and stories being told that, you know, they look like that. So... We have different stories being told, and one of them looked kind of like an upside-down ram for the horns for the landing gear. So I think what's really interesting is the story has multiple layers, and although this came out the 7th and it popped up, it's just confirming more information. Now, do what, do what you will with it. But the source also indicated that the Pentagon and the military contractors keep non-human spacecraft in different locations, including Area 51 Nevada, they move craft around to different facilities, both military bases and contracting facilities for research. So one of the sources when it is indicating, too, that there's an aerospace contractor, and within this article, too, they're throwing out Lockheed Martin, potentially as a part of it. Um, the source has, it also indicates that there's different U.S. locations, as well as determining that sometimes the technology is pushed in different countries, such as Italy, um, Bel. Belgium and Indonesia for test flighting. Um, so I think another interesting point about it, and I'll kind of get into a little bit more of the analysis aspect, is the fact that they do believe China and Russia has these types of ships as well. However, they haven't really um, reverse engineered or determined to fly them. Now, I think one of the key aspects of this article, too, is it gives us a potential understanding of how many people in the government know about these programs. Because sometimes we're like, why is there more people coming out? 
Well, one of the sources they interviewed within it indicated that there's between only 100 to 700 individuals in the government working or contractors at any given moment. So 100 to 700 is really small. I mean, and figuratively to different missions and different sizes of people working on different kind of things. I mean, if we think about it, there's, you know, there's millions and there's a millions and millions of people that work for the government. I mean, it's probably one of the largest employers within the nation. So to think that there's only 100 to 700 individuals working there, it's pretty intense. So it kind of gives us a better understanding of it. And there's different levels of it. And I think, too, what it's saying, too, is that we have been able to fly some of them, but there's different they're trying to open up different um, locations and different brainstorming to determine how to reverse engineer these ships because people have not been able to determine it. So they're saying, too, that there were four out of five people who knew only on the, aeros- on the aerospatial corporation side about these ships and what's going on. And sometimes what they're doing within this is they're trying to brainstorm, but they're compartmentalizing the information so at one given moment people can't put all the pieces together and they're trying to break down the information as it goes. So I think it provides a little bit more insight into what's going on, and it also shows that the government is trying to, and government contractors are trying to understand how they can reverse engineer, do the best they can. It even references a site as R-shape, but I think at the end of the day, when we look at the information, what's really interesting is here's what we are starting to put a picture on, is that there are ships, they're trying to reverse engineer them, and the government is holding them, and they're only allowing certain people to look at it, but how awesome, if you're like any type of person who likes to tinker with stuff, would it be if someone gave you a spaceship and you're like, I'm going to sit here and reverse engineer this and try to determine to fly it? I think probably because of the clearance level and kind of it probably sh- like shortens the pile, it's really hard probably to get in there and determine how it can be done. And you can't just watch a YouTube video on how to reverse engineer a spaceship. You know what I mean? I mean, it is something that you have to kind of approach it with a really good understanding and make sure you can provide, I mean, would you fly an alien spaceship? I mean, I would try it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, how amazing would it be if you could show up, reverse engineer, and determine how to fly it? But if we're only talking about 100 to 700 people within the government that knows it, I mean, that is a small sample size of people. You know, and if they're and they have to have the right credentials, they have to have the right clearances. They have to be read in, and all this information has to jive. Once again, I talk about Bob Lazar, but this is this is Bob Lazar esque. You know, I don't. You know, if you believe him or if you don't believe him, it's like if you if it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. It's probably a UFO spaceship. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much information that is being revealed that indicates that there is something going on. And in my opinion, why would all this information come out if it wasn't true? You know, and it's like this article is now corroborating, corroborating David Grish's story, and it's indicating that there is spaceship, there's information, and there is people who have seen it, but it's really small. A lot of this stuff is kept tightly held, you know, and if you think about David Grish working on it, and he's only getting this information through secondary sources, it opens up the thought process that it it might be smaller than what we think it is, Um, but... Keep it with the greenish salt. I don't know if I'm going to cover this story again, but things keep popping up, and you guys are loving it. I want to appreciate all the support, all the downloads, and all the listens. You know, I, I really do enjoy this, and I enjoy you guys listening. So if you want to throw up some support, follow me on Spotify, follow me on iTunes, like it, 
comment, you know, follow me on Instagram, share on Instagram. Oh my, I'd love it. You guys screenshot my um, podcast, share it on Instagram, tag me in it. That would be amazing. And I would truly love it. And I want to thank you guys for listening. Tomorrow we will have Mastercast where we get into a review of this week. So thank you so much. We'll get back to